And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. Well, it's my esteemed honor and privilege to welcome you to the new year of 2024, where I believe God is going to do mighty and great things for us. Amen. Why do I say that? Because it is what God has already done for us that makes me believe that he will continue doing good things for us. Amen. The Bible says in uh, Exodus 23:25, if you serve the Lord, if you serve the Lord, he will bless you. Amen. You must serve him and he will do the blessing. Are you hearing me? If you serve the Lord, he will bless your bread and your water and he will take sickness away from the midst of thee. This is the promise of God. You must believe it. And you will experience it. Amen. As I was preparing for the service, I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, there are only two reasons why we feel defeated and why we have problems and challenges in this life. Must I tell you the reason? The first reason is the devil, our enemy. He causes life to be miserable. The second reason is, must I tell you this one? I don't know if you can handle it. So uh, the year is only started. I don't think we are full throttle yet. We are slowly getting into the year after this days of rest. Amen. The second reason why we face all our challenges is our own disobedience. And then that's the word of the Lord for you today. I'm taking my, my bag, I'm leaving. God promised a blessed life. And, and it doesn't always work that way. Why? Because there's an enemy. An enemy. And number two, you, you don't obey God. Because if you had obeyed him, you would not have been in the mess you were in now. But what I like about God, he gives us a new day. Amen. Yesterday is gone. But this morning you awoke to see the light of day. Which means God is giving you new mercy. New mercy. A new time to escape the judgment that is really due to you. His mercies are new every morning. Great is God's faithfulness. 
not just a new day but a new year so you can you can try again <laughs> you can try again and you must try we try and that's what i want to talk about this morning attempting great things for god because i believe we are well set up and we are ready to do more my pastor decided to to theme this year the year of work i've i've themed it the year of much more because god blessed us so much last year i don't want god to stop blessing us so if he says the year of work and i say the year of much more then i put the two together then it says <laughs> The year of much more work. <laughs> Hallelujah. But don't you just love God? Isn't God wonderful? You know when we say the Lord is good, we must really believe it. The Lord is really good to us and is good all the time. We don't deserve anything. It's by the grace of God. You sitting right here now is by the grace of God. Amen. And I want to tell you if you keep sitting here and you keep receiving the word, you cannot stay the same. You cannot stay the word transforms. The word washes. It is your your absence and your skipping of church that makes you not fully grown. But make a commitment that 2024 It's the year of much more church. Amen. Much more church attendance. Much more. Remember I only have 45 minutes an hour with you on a Sunday. And the rest of the week Satan is bombarding you with unbeliever friends, unbeliever teachers, unbeliever work colleagues putting so much garbage into your mind. I only have this few minutes. And if you skip a few, can you imagine what you look like? Malnourished. But the Lord this year promised you something marvelous is coming your way. Amen. Before we get into the word, I want to just announce I know everybody's probably waiting for our calendar. We have an attempted calendar. Well, we just have a skeleton calendar out that you can get at the back. But the dates have not really been set on there. Uh we will start our fast and pray. Next many of our people are still on holiday. I visited some of them yesterday. They said they're not coming to church. I said it's okay. We will pray for them that the Lord forgive their sins. <laughs> but we will start our fast on the 15th okay 10 days of fasting from the 15th i don't know where it will end i think on the wednesday yes the 24th all right but we will have prayers every every day yeah for 10 days prayers and fasting Then there are those that like the 21 day Daniel fast. You can start tomorrow. You are not kept back from anything you would like to do when it comes to spiritual things. So the 8th, I don't know when that will end. 
I think on the 28th, isn't it? Yeah. But generally we are all starting on the 15th for 10 days up to the 24th. Most churches have a fast in the beginning of the year. It's a good thing. And so we also want to be part of that which is good. Amen. Are you all happy with that? Whether you do Daniel or whether you do full fast, we will explain more next weekend on the 14th when all the holiday makers and the most many students are back. I'm not sure the students will be back probably in February. Amen. Then we also want to uh, welcome our pastors, our missionaries that always come back over the festive season. I never had a chance to see them, but I trust God we can meet after service. Amen. There are many great things happening this year. More of you will be going away. <coughs> you will be sent as missionaries to branch churches or to even start a new church. That's why I'm saying we are going to do great things for God. Amen. One of the things if you come to this church and if you join here, you've made a good decision because it's the best church south of the Sahara Desert. But we have a large emphasis on teaching. And the reason why we teach you is because we want to tell you how you must behave in relation to God. According to the Bible. Are you with me? If we preach a lot, which we do sometimes, we tell you what God is going to do for you. And people like that. And it's nice to hear what God is going to do for you. Because God can do exceedingly abundantly what you could ever think or ask. Or even imagine. Amen. But it's good to know what God expects of you. So that you can walk in his will. If you're in the will of God, then all the promises of God will flow to you. Hallelujah. So get ready for mighty things. And for great things. If you have Bibles, Isaiah 54 verse 2. I'm talking about doing great things for the Lord in 2024. Doing much more for God in 2024. Hallelujah. Last year we started some things which we just halted for a short break. But we are ready to continue and go from strength to strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah 54 verse 2 says, Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of your habitation. Spare not, lengthen your courts and strengthen thy stakes. Now all these Words are used with the pitching of a tent. Courts, habitations, curtains, stakes. Things you hit into the ground to make a tent stand strong. Do you understand? And then the poles to keep the tent up. We have a tent here, so what it was a tent, it won't be a tent after a few weeks. We are taking everything off and replacing it with sheeting, metal sheeting. But the word of the Lord to you today is to enlarge. Last year was the year of enlargement. And those who believe the word, they received enlargement. Testimony after testimony after testimony. 
of the Lord's blessing, the Lord's goodness. Amen. And this year we start again by the word in Isaiah 54 verse 2. Enlarge the place of thy tent. And let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitation. You see, don't, don't be happy with a small tent. <laughs> First of all, clear the bush area <coughs> for a bigger tent. <coughs> and your ministry is the tent. You, 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 I'm not talking about me. As for me, I'm flowing. Before the year even started, I've, I have phone calls of ministries where I must come to preach. Can you come here? Can you come here? Can you go there? Not in South Africa, outside. So as for enlarging, I have a panga to chop down some bushes and shrubs because I'm putting a larger tent. And, 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 the, and, and all the enlargement will come with an enemy's attack. Uh-huh. But, but, but you need to be strong. I wish I had time I would have taken you and explained to you that only strong people can enlarge. Are you with me? You might look at me with a sad face and say, I'm proud pastor. Deliver so boring. Says boring. Want sy gloe nie die Heere nie. Sy vertrou nie die Heere nie. Sy gloe wat ek vir jou sê nie. You can have bigger and better than what you had in 2023. And you must believe it. God is real. Start clearing. Your, your small cell group will not stay small. Start clearing the bushes. Your, your ministry will not be insignificant. Everybody in BMI will know you in 2024. You will have a ministry that is enlarged. Hallelujah. Stretch forth the curtains. Hey! Of your habitation where you will dwell. Don't spare. Hallelujah. Pastor, but my circumstances. God is greater than your circumstances. Pastor, my education. God will look that over. And make a way where there seems to be no way. Do you believe it? I want to make you excited for a great year that is coming. A big year that is coming for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But it all comes back to us doing things for the Lord. Amen. We are not here to encourage you to just find a job and get money, buy a new car, buy a new house. Those things are added to those who serve God. Are you hearing? The Lord is true to his word and those things will be given to you when we talk about great things you can do for God we talk about you doing something for the Lord things that are great for outsiders is not always great for God amen 
Like coming to church is not great for the people who's playing golf now or who's going to the malls now. They don't see it as great. But God sees his church as a great body. Hallelujah. God sees you winning souls as something marvelous. One day a man was buried and I heard a pastor say, You never hear people talk in a church about a man's exploits in the world when he's lying in the coffin. <laughs> you could have had business and money and nothing is mentioned of the car, the businesses, the prophet, nothing. But at least he sang in the choir. That will be mentioned here. Why? Because it's time for eternity. That is why we will not waste our energy in trying just to get you promoted, big job, nice money. No, you're going to do something for God. Something that we will mention the day your coffin lies here. Because when it's done, it's done for eternity. It's the only thing that will really matter. That's why at the graveside, it's the only thing they talk about. Think about it. Think about what I'm saying to you today. <laughs> when Bishop Oko died, the Bishop said, the book was too thick. The guy, he was the pastor of the children, was just like the Sunday school leader. They said the book was too thick of all the tributes. They had to cut it out. Then it said and said, if you die, how thick will your book be? We'll just make a track for you. A track. A, 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 a kuf. <laughs> What do you call it? A, a trakarki. Because there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say about what you did for God. But this year it's changing. You're not just going to be a bench warmer. You're going to be a worker for the Lord. Amen. And you will attempt to do great things for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Enlarge the place where your tent is going to stand. Attempt to build a bigger tent. And expect more people to come to your tent. Praise God. Expect to need a bigger place to cover the crowd that God is going to bless you with. Hallelujah. And these were the words of a great missionary who said we must attempt great things for the Lord. Amen. Now, when we talk about attempting great things, we talk about salvation. The goals that's important for Jesus becomes important for you. Hallelujah. Like the salvation of the world through the blood of Jesus Christ. That's the goal of, of God. That the world must be saved through his son. And we must carry this message to many people. Do you believe it? Say amen. amen. So the real work of God is a spiritual work. Hallelujah. We're, at BMI we are concerned about your education, your job. We guide you. Wonderfully, that's why many people have promotions, nice jobs, good education at this church. But it's not our main thrust. 
our trust is the spiritual part of the work. Hallelujah. Fulfilling the great commission. Let that be what this church is all about in the name of Jesus. While I'm here and even, even after I'm gone. Fulfilling the great commission. The original mandate of the church. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Hallelujah. We're not going to preach politics here. Biology, sociology, physics. But we are going to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. Hallelujah. You know, before I went to West Africa, I was also part of this church world that thought that other things are also important. Other topics, you know, of building the whole man, the mind, and all this. But then I realized that the emphasis of Jesus is so simplistic. Actually, the Bible says the preaching of the cross to them that don't believe is foolishness. Do you see? But to us who believe, it's the power of God. Hallelujah! You say, oh, but this message is too simple. It's too simple to tell somebody that you must be born again. But this is the main message of this church. And the message of the cross where Jesus died for people to be saved. Yes, it's a message you must carry over. Is it all? It's all you have to say. That Jesus Christ came to earth to die as a substitute for you. So that you don't have to die but you can live again. Hallelujah. And this will be the center of our work. Taking the gospel, the great commission. Whether it's here in Delft, whether it's in East London, Uppington, wherever we're going to be planting a church, wherever we already have churches. It's the message that everybody must hear. Because the enemy has nicely succeeded to tell us that everybody has heard. Don't bother. Don't bother yourselves. But the devil is lying to us. Not everybody has heard. And how will they hear if nobody is sent to tell them? And I can't be all over at the same time. But God is going to work through you and through you and through you and through all of you sitting here. You see, the devil has nicely sussed us to sleep like a baby. Tula Baba, Tula Tula. Don't get so much involved in evangelism. Let the church be busy with other things. So churches plant schools. Some open feeding schemes, major feeding schemes. They even start to say, the church has lost its way. We're supposed to be helping the community. And all the focus is of the main thing. Tell the world. Jesus died for you. If you continue living the way you're living, you're going to hell, my, my friend. But if you come to Jesus, 
He will wash away all your sins. And when you're born again, you'll be ready for eternity. And while you're waiting for eternity, you tell somebody else. That's the message. The cross where Jesus died. This will be my story and my honor. Yes. Let us not grow tired of it. I was listening to a camp whilst I was driving. And a young girl from Pakistan was testifying. And she said she was a Muslim, Pakistani Muslim. And this missionary who came from Ghana came to Pakistan. And he, he, he was a student also with her at the university. And then he invited her to church. She says she was a staunch Muslim. She never thought that she would go to church. But this day she just felt she's got time. Let's go with him to church. She was a liberal. She, she, she's, I'm open to many things. And she said as she sat in church with him, something about that church just kind of touched her. And the next time she wanted to go with her again, but she said she could not understand it because she was a staunch Muslim. Never in her life did she ever dream or think that she would Want to go to a church. She's not supposed to be in a church. But she said there was something in the atmosphere. That drew her back to this place. And as she was there. One of the young ladies was preaching. And said you must be born again. Do you know? And she said her eyes opened. And she saw the truth that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And she gave her life to Jesus Christ. So the question was to her when she was testifying while I was listening to this audio on the camp. Uh, the bishop was asking her, so this missionary that I sent to you, because I didn't come myself, I sent someone. Is it necessary for him to be there? Or must we just leave the Pakistanis in their belief because they are okay? And she said, No, 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 Bishop. It's important for missionaries to come to tell us the truth. To tell us the truth about Jesus. Why he came to earth. Why he died for us. Why we will go to hell if we don't receive him as our Lord and Savior. It is important. They must come. Look at me, she says. If nobody came, I would have believed that I was believing something that was true. And then the 
on the tape I was listening to, the bishop made a statement. He said, many of you will be charged for murder because you did not tell the people that they were going to burn in a damnation of hell. They, you left it unconcerned and unperturbed because it's not your business that people are going down into the darkest pit of hell one day. But this year, nobody will be a spectator on the seats of BMI. This year, we will work for the Lord. Amen. We will tell the simple story that Jesus Christ came to die in your stead. While the world was lost, Christ sent His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, should not perish, should not perish, should not. But you can have eternal life. It's our work. And it's the greatest work any man can do. It's the work Jesus is busy doing. He said, I will build my church. I am busy building the church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Don't worry what you shall eat, what you shall drink. Don't worry about the clothes you shall wear. My heavenly father knows that you need these things. Look at the sparrows. They are clothes. Look at the lilies. They are white in the fields. They are clothed with these raiments. They don't worry about what they shall wear. What they shall drink or eat. If the heavenly father cares for the birds of the field, what about you? What about you? But the enemy has made us concerned about things to take our minds off the main work of doing God's work. My friend, if you do God's work, God will take care of you. If your mind is on God's work, God will take care of you. If your mind is not on his work, the devil will find something for your mind to be occupied with. Are you hearing me? We will attempt great things this year for the Lord. Amen. Clap for Jesus. Now Daniel, quickly Daniel, my last scripture, Daniel. Daniel 11, 28. Daniel talks about the future, all right? He, he has a, he's a prophet. Well, he was a, some ambassador, uh, minister in Babylon who saw the future. God gave him glimpses of the future. Talks about the, the Antichrist and all these evils. But then he says, Then shall he return into his land with great riches and heart. And he talks about the evil that this man shall try to stop. He shall stop the sacrifice. He will stop many things. But not everybody will fall for this man's corruption. 
Sorry, go to verse 33. Verse 33. And they that understand among the people shall instruct many, yet they shall fall by the sword. Uh, 32, please. 32, 32. 32. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. This is the evil man that will come in the future. But the people that know their God, they shall be strong and do great works. Hallelujah. The people that know their God, put that in yellow for me if you can, Mr. Projector Man. This year everything is going to be greater. Even the IT department is going to be super fantastic, fragilistic. I tell you, you watch and see. You watch and see. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Everybody say exploits. You're going to do great exploits for the Lord this year. I, I know some of you don't even believe yourself because you think you're a pastor. Fit pastor, can you say, prati pastor? Don't worry about that. Moses couldn't speak well himself. But God used him to free millions of people. Jeremiah said, I'm still a youth. I can't do it. God likes people like you that have excuses that God can't use you. you actually the one. It's actually you that God is calling. But the one who says, I I'm ready, I'm ready. He's not ready. The one who says, I'm not ready. You are the one that God wants to use. Amen. What are exploits? Exploits are the works of God. And an exploit is a notable achievement. That's why I say people are going to take notice of you. I'm preaching prophetically at the first week of the year. And at the end of the year, you must see it. I like what Derek said. He said, Pastor said it's the year of enlargement. And I've been enlarged. And Loli has been enlarged. Loli entered 2023 without a husband. And she exited with a husband. Some entered without babies and now they have a family. I said it's the year of enlargement and they never believed me. Some have more money now because they got promotions at their jobs. Isn't it true? What are exploits? And what, an exploit according to the dictionary is something you do that people notice. Striking accomplishments. Wow. Bold undertakings. Daring feats. Yeah, you're going to start a cell group even if you think you can't talk. You do a daring feat. Ah. Huh? An exploit is also a brilliant and heroic feat. You're going to do brilliant and heroic things. Believe it! If somebody told me this when I was a, a, a young boy, that I would do what I was doing, I would not have believed it. But God can do the impossible. If you are just willing. And say, Lord, I don't know how, but I'm willing, Lord. And I'm available for you to use me. Amen. Exploits are the works of the Father. It's the works of Jesus. 
exploits of preaching the word of God like Jesus did. Hallelujah. To have exploits is to have in your ministry miracles, signs and wonders. To have exploits is to build a big church like this. Amen. And basically, exploits are when you do the will of God. But it's very necessary to validate your calling. Because there are many pastors that talk a lot. Hmm? People say many things and they speak many great words. But in the end, there's very little fruit in spite of all the plenty talk. You know, you come from some churches, that's why you're sitting here. But exploits, they make the difference between fruit bearers and noise makers. Exploits tell us who we should listen to and who we should follow. I don't think you are actually listening to me now, but my exploit should have told you that you must listen to me. Hmm? Not my nice preaching and my English vocabulary. What I have done. What I have accomplished. And not just me. Any person you want to listen to. Ask him. What have you been through? And what have you survived? You see, many are called. But few survive the calling. That's why it says few are chosen. Huh? You are called. But your first hiccup. You are finished. I'm going to close now. I need to just tell you a few things before I close. And I want you to start thinking. Huh? Look, some people can have degrees. They don't know this fact that I'm telling you. They'd rather go sit in a small garage setup because they like something. I don't know what they like. But they don't, they don't, they are not moved by exploits. Are you hearing me? Jesus said to them, listen, not the words I say. Not the words I say. Rather believe the things you see me do. Are you listening? So we don't want you to just talk, talk, talk about what you're going to do. Vesos wat ze doen man. Vesos wat ze gedoen het. Amen. Exploits will tell you who the genuine pastors are. Say amen. If you like it or not, I'm not even impressed with you. Jesus said, not my words, but my works. Hallelujah. Because talk is cheap. Have you heard this before? But what are we going to try to do this year? We're going to do great exploits for the Lord. Amen. We're just not going to have our name on a graph to say we are cell leader of this branch and our pizza is taken. But there's no member sitting there. No. Talkies. Talkies. Can you overcome the obstacles of your calling? It's not what you say that matters. What have you survived? 
You know, it's amazing when I see some of my leaders, they're in the most dangerous areas, but they've got the biggest cell groups. They live the furthest distances, but they bring the most people to church. Oh, yes. I, I notice it because it's a noticeable feat. They are doing great exploits. I don't know how they added me to the Easter River group, but in the morning you must see, chip, 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 there's three people here, seven people at that corner, five people at that corner, how many taxis are coming? And I said, look at what these people are doing. Not, they were not really included in the Dow church, but they forced their way into this church. Bringing taxis full of people. It is a noticeable feat. They have started to do great exploits for the Lord. Clap for the Easter of a group. Clap for the Easter of a group. I want you to become a man and a woman of exploits. Say amen. amen. Don't talk too much. Just do the thing. Amen. Have you noticed if you talk too much, it doesn't work well? Somebody said the people in the movies, before they shoot the main guy, they always try to explain something. And that's the time when the main guy is looking around to find a way to get out of this. Have you noticed? But if they just shot him, it would have been finished. That's if you talk too much, you're going to get shot. Say amen. Get to the job. Everybody say I want to prepare you this year. We're going to work for the Lord. Amen. We're going to do much more in 24. And we're going to get to the job. Are we going to use excuses? No. A man of great exploits, he overcomes excuses. We live far, pastor. We don't have money, pastor. No, overcome it. Be strong. Know your God and be strong and do great exploits. Hallelujah. Those that know their God will do great exploits. And it's a sign that you are deep in God. And that you are strong. And that you will do mighty things. Hallelujah. Jesus said this of John. He said, what did you go to see? He said in John, Luke 7, 24. John, he said, did you think you saw a reed shaken in the wind? What did you go to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold! No, no, they live in palaces, in courts. But you went to see a prophet. I say to you, much more than a prophet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John was a strong man. Say strong. He wasn't shaken by the wind. He accomplished great things for God. Amen. He wasn't a man of straw. A man of straw cannot accomplish great things. You get pushed around too easily. I wish you can be stronger, many of you. Tell your neighbor, be stronger this year. Please, be stronger. Don't be pushed around by the wind. Don't be pushed around by your wife. And do nothing for God. There was a man who got married in this church. And I warned him. I said, I don't think you're going to do much for God. He said, why? I said, this wife is too strong. He said, no, pastor, I'll show you. 
she can sit on my head but she must sit still and the first week i was surprised to see him around the second week i was even more surprised and even the third week i saw that he had some strength say some strength but eventually the wife convinced him and i don't see him anymore only if you are strong can you do great exploits for god look let me talk to the men in the church i'm closing i'm closing we we have too many weak men here at bmi you are sitting here nicely because your wife is happy and as soon as your your wife is unhappy then she's gone and you also gone you are pep those who know their god and are strong they will do great things for god i'm telling you i'm telling you don't be pushed around by circumstances say amen You can't be fruit like that. So Jesus asked, "What did you go to see?" I'm tell, I'm explaining to you my pastor who baptized me. This was not a pep pastor. He wasn't shaken by the wind. He wasn't bent like a reed. He wasn't dressed in fine linen. He stood strong. He was a great prophet, but I tell you he was more than a prophet. Because through the circumstances, listen, it's not that when you work for God, it's going to be nice and easy. Yara di daiva, aiga breaksu ma yo aiga man sam yo malta ma. It's not like they're going to say, "Oh, we support you, my child. You are working for God. You don't know the devil if you think like that." It looks like everything is against you. You just wanted to change your life, start serving God, doing something for him, and suddenly all hell breaks loose. <clears throat> and you stop doing the exploits. You stop it. My maat gesê, my paard gesê, my vrou het gesê. and because you were not strong you can't do great exploits for god but 2024 these things are changing amen don't come up with excuses to kill your calling griffith and those guys that starting new ministries i pray that your ministry will grow from strength to strength i i i hope that When the first wave of opposition comes it will be gone. <clears throat> you know when people come to this church let me tell you there's room at the cross for all of you who have a ministry. If you want to visit prisons we will support you. If you want to help like Griffin is doing the recovery ministry we support him. We want these ministries to grow large. 
But when that wind comes to blow, what did you go to see in the wilderness? A reed shaken by the wind? No, 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 no. Stop, my brother. Stop. My family is in my extent. My friend is in my extent. A prophet? No, more than a prophet. More than a prophet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your exploits are a sign of the strength that you carry. Do you have strength? It's a sign of how much you know God. Exploits are works that make people believe in you. They won't believe in you if you don't have works to show. Jesus said, you don't believe me, believe the works I do. Exploits are works that make people believe that God is with you and is in you. Hallelujah. Exploits show God's approval of you and your calling. Because Jesus was a man of Nazareth approved by God by miracle signs and wonders. Exploits will even help you preach the gospel. And lastly, exploits will recognize you and honor you. Oh yes. You'll be recognized and you'll be honored. Because of the things you have done. Look, I'm mentioning some names in the church. I've mentioned places. I've honored them this morning. I've mentioned a few ministers. I've honored them this morning. Because of the great exploits they've done. I've been invited to, to a, a small town in Ghana. I don't even know where it is. I had to ask Jason, where's this town? They want me to come and do conference there. You see. And you know when the people invite you like that. They don't, they don't uh, treat you lightly. They give you, treat you with great honor and dignity. I don't think it's my messages and my preaching. It's what they've seen that we have done through our exploits here in Cape Town. It brings you to that. It makes you a strong. It means you are strong. You stood strong. You survived. How long, they say, have you been around? I said, last year we had a big 20 on the stage. 20. Iprati, man. Iprati. Look. Look. Many people said many negative things. I'm, I'm finished. I'm finished. Listen. It's not like I started with this big church. Mega plans. No, 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 no. People said the worst things of me. I'm just encouraging you. I'm going to say, no, it's a great thing. Want sy kan hier die mic gooi nie, sy weet ook hier van voorin toe en achterin toe en sikke goedies, sikke achterin toe. Sy weet ook hier van die olie, van die donkie nie en hy goed is nie. Na, 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 na. Your setback is just a setup for a comeback.
So if I had to believe those words, I would have quit. And you would have not been sitting here this morning. But what did you come to see? A man shaken by the wind? A reed shaken by the wind? No. I tell you. Not just a prophet. Much more. Much more. And you know, ministry is not the overnight thing. You might be struggling with what you have been given to do. But you must be patient. Stand against the winds. Against the accusation, against the insults. <coughs> against the negative, what we call the naysayers. The haters is the new word you use. Stand against the haters. Be strong. Know your God. You can't do God's work if you don't know God. You must, you must really dig into the Bible, the word, the prayers. When I say prayer for 10 days, come every night. Forget about worldly things. Become a, a real child of God. Entrench yourself in godly things. You've seen too much what the world is, what the devil does to your friends. You still want to go the same way? Are you stupid? I ask you, are you stupid? You've seen what the devil has done to your friends outside there. Do you want to go? You, you want that for you? Say it's more smack and prove what the Yerra for you can do. Come taste and see. What the Lord can do for you. Just take your baggage and leave it there. Jesus said, come to me. My burden is easy. My yoke is light. Come to me. Learn from me. Hide by him. Stay, stay in him. Why some of you are not growing exponentially and strong? You, you're not fully at the cross. You must come fully. Leave these other things behind. You must make a sacrifice if you want to serve God. You can't serve God with all the parties of the world and then a little bit of church on a Sunday, then all the rigmarole of the world and a little church. You can't serve God. You must say, bye-bye world. Bye-bye world, I stay no longer with you. Some of you will be traveling to other countries because you work on a work for the Lord. You must believe it. You must believe it. So many few believers here. I tell them last year, I begged them, get your passports, get your passports. The day I had to travel with them, they didn't have their passports. So I had to leave half of them behind. Oh, men of little faith here. They don't know a prophet is here amongst them. Listen, don't fall in love with me. 
I'm a human being. I'm going to disappoint you. Huh? Fall in love with Jesus. He will never disappoint you. The things I'm saying about Jesus is true. If you come to him, he will never disappoint you. You won't look for bread and water. If you serve him, he will bless your bread. And he will bless your water. It shall multiply. You will never go to bed hungry. No. If you serve him. Don't worry about these things. Give your life to do great exploits. Give your life. Give your life. Bow your heads in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe you're here this morning. Somebody invited you. You just came along to have a look at this church. But you're not yet born again. Your life is not what it should be. You're not living the way you want to live. This morning you want to make a commitment to Christ. I want to ask the Lord to help you and to guide you and to come into your heart. To live inside of you. It's a new year. You want to start to live a new life. You want to serve God. God has given you another chance. I want to pray with you. I will not embarrass you. But I want to pray with you and for you. If that is you, you want me to pray for you, put up your right hand, drop it again, I will pray for you. I see your hand. I see your hand. Is there another person like that? I see your hand. Yes. Can we all stand to our feet, please? Everybody standing. I'm going to ask those people who put up their hands not to be ashamed. Come out of your seat and come to the carpet here in front. I'm going to say a prayer for you. Today your life is changed. It will never be the same again. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There's a lady right there. Yes, come. All right, Virgil. Thank you, Virgil. Uh, I want to pray for these people. If you want to join them, you must come now. You want to give your life to Jesus. Life's not what it was. Let me talk to some of you that backslid over December. You went to go drink Casa Lager again and smoke some cigarettes. But you served the Lord very nicely in 2024, 23. You say, Pastor, pray for me. I want, to, I want to commit my life again. Come quickly. I also want to pray for you. Come, 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 come join come them. On. One, more, one more time. Come on. Jesus. Yes. Yes.
Beautiful. 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 Listen to me. Look at me, all of you. This thing that I'm talking about is no joke. It's real. All of us that are born again, that are serving God, we have to come stand here where you are standing. It's the beginning. It's the beginning. And it's never too late. Do you know, I was reading in the book of Luke for many, maybe more than a month, I was studying this. The thief on the cross was a few minutes from his death. He said, Lord, forgive me. Please remember me. When you come into your kingdom, Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. Hallelujah. Forgiveness to the last minute. The mercy of God is available for all of you. For all of you. No matter how old you are, it's never too late. Would you all pray this prayer after me? Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. Sorry for my mistakes. I'm sorry for my mistakes. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please wash me. Please wash me. With your precious blood. With your precious blood. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Give me a new heart. Give me a new heart. Take out the heart of stone. Take out the heart of stone. Put in a soft heart. Put in a soft heart. I want to serve you. I want to serve from you. this day. From this day. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. I thank you for saving me now. I thank you for saving me. In now. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I think Pastor Chris Ross shared very well. He explained the message very well. So I think I'm going to ask him to share every day. You know, the Archbishop brought the prophet and I'm also bringing you. <laughs> so you, you, you explained the, the word very nicely to all of us. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages of Pastor Chris, tune in to Chris Ross Ministries podcast. Remember, faith cometh by hearing.